Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fitness for 95ers podcast with Andrew Marshall Fitness. Today we have another extremely special guest on. We are going to be speaking to Tom today, aka Planted Fitness. Um, Tom, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you, Andrew. Yourself? I'm very well, thanks. What's been happening today? So today, yeah, it's been a bit of a, a different day. Um, been hitting a lot of work, to be honest. Got up really early, going through the admin. Wasn't able to get to the gym with clients today. I work uh, face-to-face with clients as a personal trainer because of a bit of a technical detail, shall we say, at the gym. So uh, it was closed <laughs> for a big flooding. portion. But just been in smashed legs. It's back open again now. Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. Now, just before we move on... Um, Remember, anyone who is listening, if you leave a review um, or you screenshot the uh, podcast and tag me in your stories, I'll happily set you up with a free coaching call. Um, Also, down below in the description, you can get your hands on a free custom meal plan and fat loss webinar. Um, All the links will be in the description below. And not to mention as well, Tom's Instagram also is going to be linked down there as well. But let's get into it today so tom um tell us a bit about um yourself what you do who you help and kind of your your quick background if you will absolutely yeah so i'm a a personal trainer and a bit of a nutrition fanatic and i focus on helping people to get in the best shape of their lives to lose weight on a plant-based lifestyle so it's just really optimizing plants uh, in the most specific way in order to get people the results and get them to where they want to be. Um, now, obviously, I work with different f- people from many walks of life. And uh, sometimes they're vegan, sometimes they're not vegan, sometimes they're interested in transitioning and they need a bit of help with that. Or some some people have been plant-based for many years and they're just looking at ways to get rid of you know fat that they've struggled to get rid of for many years or just really optimize their health and improve their energy levels on a plant-based diet diet and uh, lifestyle so it's it's quite varied who i work with i've got many different clients both face-to-face and online um but yeah i just love to help people in whatever format in whatever walk of life to really get towards their goals sounds good to me it sounds good to me um so tell us a bit about yourself and your kind of earlier years in the gym what made you get started um with fitness and into it to start with what was the kind of major uh, drivers for you in those earlier days yeah i mean i started going to the gym as soon as i could age of 16 i used to go with my dad actually too really? i don't know if you know <laughs> body pump classes <laughs> how did you find them my, my dad's like an avid body pump goer um had been for many he'd done him for like 30 odd years right. it's kind of like a badge of honor like oh i get to go to the gym with my dad at, at 16 and uh i remember one night one one evening i've been i was i was leaving to go to london i left home when I was 16 and um I was doing body pump classes and I'd been drinking all night with my friends this is completely different to how I am now but um I remember waking up at about five in the morning and just deciding that I was going to go to this body pump class and absolutely in not a very good state at all but I was trying to impress my dad you know so I turned up to this body pump class and uh battled my way through made it through but yeah it's kind of that's where it all started which is why I'm, I'm telling you that because uh, for many years i just purely did cardio based endurance stuff um body pump all that kind of thing and i thought that that was it really you know i just want if i hadn't gone to the gym and sweated you know my head off i haven't really exerted myself if i hadn't worked to my max and i'd feel like i hadn't had a good workout yeah and it, it wasn't until um i been training quite a few years 
uh, that I decided to go to go vegan. I was vegetarian for 11 years before this point. And at that point, I decided now is the time to change my training. I'd always kind of wanted to um, move towards a more specific way of training and, and build a bit of muscle. But I just never had the confidence to jump. And I remember having in my head worry that I was going to, you know, if I stopped doing the endurance, if I stopped doing the cardio, I'll get fat. And I didn't want that, right? You know, I was naturally a course, very, very, very skinny person. And so it was difficult for me to make the transition. Um, but yeah, just as I turned vegan was when I decided, right, I'm now going to commit to hypertrophy training, you know, really trying to grow some muscle. Mm -hmm. And um, that's kind of when I started to think, you know, this could be a really good career for me. I've, I've always trained ever since I was 16. I, I attended the gym, you know, multiple times a week and was really serious about it. And that never left me. I've lived in many different areas and I never kind of fell off the wagon, always stayed consistent. So it was very much, you know, now I was ready to move towards this kind of training and ready to take up the challenge. But from there, it was quite a difficult process. And, you know, I was making lots of mistakes, following lots of different opinions online and trying hundreds of different ways of adding yep. muscle, of getting leaner and ultimately getting no result. Yeah. As, as we all do in the earlier days, um, yeah. you know, myself, I came from similar position to yourself, extremely skinny, you know, um, wanting to try and build really? things like that. Um, so that's certainly where I came from. I can resonate with that. But what you mentioned that you, we were always consistent regardless of where you were, what you were doing. What do you think was some of the main reasons for that level of consistency? Because it's something a lot of people struggle to put together, especially... Um, those working full-time jobs, juggling families, things like that. So what is some of the kind of main key things that kept you consistent, no matter what was going on? Yeah, I think it started from my early body pump days. I mean, I would always go on Wednesdays and Fridays, and that would never be missed. Like, that's how it started, a couple of times a week. And then slowly it snowballed, and more and more, you know, days came came up. I would do three days and four days. But I always had a rule that I would exercise in the morning without fail. And that would be the first thing that I do, get up straight to the gym and then it's done with. And it kind of, it developed as a habit quite quick. And if I was to miss it, then it would really bother me, like really, really bother me. And I wouldn't say it was an obsession, but it was kind of just like an absolute need to fulfill each day. And, you know, occasionally you miss them, but you, you can work you know work out in different ways at home you can use body weight and that kind of thing so I think it was just for me about establishing the habit and because I established that at quite an early age as such you know couldn't get in the gym until I was 16 but then once that happened the habit was formed yeah hundred previous to that I was at school I um was not sporty at all I would not really try and shirk in in any kind of PE class and that so I think if my PE teachers were to see what I'm doing now and, you know, the career <laughs> I've chosen, who I'm helping, they'd be quite surprised because I, I, sure. you know, I couldn't be bothered to chase a football. I never did any of that kind of thing. And it just kind of, I found my own in, in the gym and, and fitness. Well, that's it. You find your own path. And for anyone who hasn't yeah. seen it, um, go and check out Tom's in Instagram. He recently done a shoot um, photo shoot and it looked absolutely incredible. So for him, who says she struggled to build muscle on a plant-based diet. Um, go and have a look at what Tom's done um, and you'll see over there. Um, so let's kind of discuss a bit more about um, the vegetarian veganism thing, if you don't mind. Um, so what kind of initially drove you to, or what kind of initially led you to making the choice to 
uh, to start initially with vegetarianism, and then what was the switch from vegetarianism to veganism? Yeah, well, I turned vegetarian when I was 14. I think I'd watched a video online, and I was an avid follower of this forum. This was, you know, quite a few years ago now, so we didn't have Facebook as it is and many of the other platforms. And, uh, yeah, I'd watched a few videos, and I just kind of thought, oh, I don't, I don't really like the thought of eating animals. And I just said to my parents at the time, you know, this is what I'm thinking. And they said, well, if you want to do it, go ahead, we'll support you. And um, it was it was a gradual step, but, um, you know, eventually I, I just completely omitted meat from my diet. And I think my parents thought it would be a couple of weeks thing, but it just lasted yeah. forever. The difference was I wasn't really you know, an advocate of converting anyone or anything like that. I'd always say, you know, you, you eat meat if you want, but this is my way of living and I've chosen not to eat animals. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of banter from my friends at school. It was quite a course, you know, difficult time with that. They, they really took the mick. Um, but yeah, I think for, as a way of avoiding the confrontation, I just used to say, you know, you do what you want. I don't mind. Um, I'll just not eat meat. Uh, and it kind of, kind of built the fire in me a little bit and it but it wasn't until I went to veganism two years ago that I really started to change my perspective on everything but a, a big part of that was just kind of educating myself and becoming aware of what what goes on and you know what what happens that I don't see and also from that as a bonus the health benefits that come with a vegan or plant-based lifestyle Yep, yep. Again, I think it does come down to personal preference. Um, and by all means, as you said, go ahead with the choice that works for you. Um, it's, it's, you're, you're totally correct in what you say. So what do you think um, were some of the kind of the main benefits that you've seen when you, you mentioned some health benefits there. Um, how do you feel in kind of things like that? What do you feel is the major health benefits of switching over to that plant-based approach? Yeah, I mean, primarily for me, it wasn't actually the health that forced me to switch over, which seems a bit contradictory because obviously what I'm doing in, in the health space and trying to help people to live as healthy as possible. Um, but yeah, for me, originally, it was it was the ethical reasons. And yeah, yeah, of course. The farming industry and, and all that kind of thing. But as a bonus, I did find that if... I eat more plants, then I feel a lot more energized. I feel more awake. I feel just generally less hungry as I did before. And you know how your your mood kind of shifts when you get to about two o'clock, or how I remember anyway, and you feel a bit like a slump. When I switched over to plant based living, that kind of I kind of eliminated it, it itself completely. I mean, it's not it's not a silver bullet. It doesn't cure everything. I'm not saying that this is the only way you can live, but I am saying that everyone generally needs to eat more fiber, needs to eat more plants. And if you're going to go to a, a plant-based lifestyle, then you're going to be getting a huge amount of that. There's, there's no avoiding it really because you've yeah. not got much choice but to <laughs> eat all these variety of different plant foods. And with that, you're going to be taking a huge amount of fiber, a huge amount of vitamins, huge amount of minerals, which is generally going to see you losing weight, feeling stronger and, and re-energizing you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you're feeling great on it, by all means, and, and you're 100% right, I'll, the majority of the population most certainly do need to be trying to get more fibre um, and more micronutrients into their diet. Um, so what does a typical day um, look like for you nutrition-wise at the moment, um, start to finish? 
So at the moment, I um I've just done the shoot, obviously, and for that I had to diet for how, a few. How weeks. did you? Well, sorry, we'll do one thing at a time. We'll talk about the shoot in a minute, but do, let's let's go with this first. Sorry, I'm yeah. So at the moment, I am bulking again, um, and for so long until I got in touch with um, Chris Spearman, who's my coach currently, yeah. I was kind of eating in a very unspecific way and I was just trying to eat a huge amount not really tracking it knowing that I should be tracking it kind of tracking it the odd day but then being too busy or you know not making it priority enough so I'd be eating a huge amount of lentils a huge amount of beans and just trying my best to eat the most largest volume of food I could in a hope that that's going to you know get me get me bigger build that muscle that I want um but at the moment, you know, that, that was not the most optimal way of doing it. You have to be much more specific, as you know, with, um, you know, all the different macronutrients and just being really careful of what you're eating and staying consistent day after day. So at the moment, um, I'm eating four and a half thousand calories, but that has Wait. just, yeah, that's just what gone you, up though. What are you weighing at the moment? I'm weighing 75, uh, between 74 and 75 kilograms. And it's very difficult for me to, to put any weight on at that. But yeah, my calories have just gone up. Actually, I've not had a chance to look properly, but four and a half thousand calories, I can put that away with not much trouble, to be honest with you. Really? I'm a very big eater for sure. Funny, you know, funny enough, I'm, I'm very much the same. I'm not quite four and a half thousand. I'm just under three and a half. But um, even when I was like nine stone, eight stone, which I was when I started, I was known wow. having a massive appetite. <laughs> so, you know, it must, it must just be something that comes to the territory. Um, but let's kind of talk, sorry, you were talking this through your day there before I butted in again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, you want just a summary of kind of what I'm eating at the moment? Yeah, just, just purely out of my own interest. Um, just kind of talk me through yeah, so- a specific day. At, you know, let, let's say you're training in the evening or whatever. Um, and what, what your kind of typical day looks like nutrition wise um, at the moment yeah good question so I start the day um, I get up really early between four and five it depends on how much work there is to be done you know before seeing clients luckily I don't live too far away from gym so just pop in before that opens um, but I start my day with porridge so 60 grams of oats with that a little bit of peanut butter, some berries, and then with that I have two scoops of protein powder. Um, after that, I got a pre-workout of you know the grenade bars. They've got quite low um, carbohydrate and quite high protein, which is important on a on a plant-based diet because it's very difficult to get you know levels of protein without having a huge amount of carbs. Yeah, yeah. If you're trying to lose weight, you know, it's a difficult balance to play. To be honest, yeah, that's why. Yeah, you do have to be really specific with that. Um, and then I would have after the workout at the moment, I'm having granola and a, a bagel, but I'm not too happy with that, to be honest, because I, I do like to advocate, you know, whole foods with my plant based living. But in order to it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous, really, because in order to, to get to where I want to be, I've had to slightly adjust how I eat and how I would advocate clients who want to lose weight eating. But it's kind of serving a purpose of it's helping me to get in the shape that I, I want to be in and serves the current purpose. Yeah, it's, those, it's the different phases, isn't it? I mean, granola is one of my go-tos post-workout as well. Um, at the moment, you know, th- th- there's room for those, you know, 
maybe more calorie dense options. If you if you're trying to put on muscle and you are really struggling to eat, and sometimes it is you know easier to reach for a bagel or granola things like that as opposed to maybe trying to cram down. 500 grams of potatoes or sweet potatoes or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? It's so much easier just to eat a bagel. Um, yeah, absolutely. It, it can get challenging, especially if you're in these, these gaming phases for a longer period of time. I've been ramping up for almost for all, all, over a year now. Um, wow. and, so, and, and being in a surplus that long can get tiring. Um, so finding those options that are easier to digest, that are more beneficial, you know, um, easier going just essentially rather than as I said having to sit down to a full plate of <laughs> potatoes yeah. you know? um, and so you there you're talking about post-workout can back to the granola and the bagel sorry yeah so that's what I would do previously just eat a huge amount of potatoes or something ridiculous and then the body can't as you say can't absorb yeah. that and uh, it's just just pointless so you have to be yeah you do have to be specific and it's it's worth kind of going off your core beliefs just to get to where you want to be. And that takes many different forms for many different people. But yeah, so the granola and the bagel. And then after that, I would have a burrito, vegan burrito, which is lots of vegetables in there, very healthy, some beans for the protein, uh, also some carbs in there as well. And then a tofu sandwich. So tofu is quite high in protein. It is a bit processed, but it's a good source of protein for vegans. And with that, some more beans. And that's uh, with two slices of bread. And you can add some spices to that as well. Cumin is a great spice for vegans. I did a video the other day about, you know, the most important spices for plant-based living. Yeah, I've seen, that, I've seen that video. I actually watched it. was good. Yeah, thank you. Some, just, some, some of my favourite options in there as well. I mean, I'm, I'm a massive advocate of seasoning the hell out of everything. <laughs> yeah, because things can get bland, right? And especially if you're just eating plants, like you have to be realistic. You're going to have to expand your ingredients yeah. and you're yeah, cooking a little bit. Um, so after that, I would have um, my tempeh meal, which is with some broccoli, rice, sweet potato. And tempeh is, uh, I don't know if you know, it's a fermented soy product. Um, and it's really quite high in protein. Um, it's really nice if you season it. It's got a kind of odd texture. I wouldn't say it's anything like meat um, and not like tofu either if you're used to that. But it's kind of a, yeah, an interesting one. But yep. really good source of protein if you're, if you're looking for you know, a bit of variation in your plant-based cooking. Right. What? What? I'm. I might sound stupid here, but I don't even. What is? What is tofu made up of? What is it? So, so tofu is also soy. So many of the, the vegan products are made up of soy, um, and generally just ferment, fermented in in different ways. So is that, is that from a soybean? Yeah. So tempeh is left to ferment for quite a few days, um, whereas tofu is processed in slightly slightly different way um i'm not not exactly sure how tofu is made but yeah it's it's a different kind of texture completely and then you can get different kinds of tofus with different kinds of tastes and then different kinds of seasonings as well sounds good sounds good um so let's talk then, about um let's talk about your shoot so obviously you got um an excellent shape for that um, as, I, as I mentioned, go and have a look at Tom's Instagram link below in the, the, the episode description. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, and like, can I, like, what did you start at? How much weight did you drop? Um, how did you find it? You know, what kind of levels did your calories and things like that get to? Um, just kind of give us a wee brief summary of what the prep looked like for it. Yeah, so being a big eater, um, it was kind of 
reasonably last minute that Chris and I decided uh, that we was going to go for the shoot. I went for an exercise execution session with him and we kind of looked at the condition of my, my body then and decided that, you know, I could, could feasibly go for a shoot within the next two weeks. Um, so it wasn't a huge dieting. Oh, period. really? Were you, uh, were you in that kind of shape already? Um, I think because of the plant-based products, I managed to stay quite lean while while bulking. And we was kind of hitting a bit of a plateau in terms of me putting on weight. Um, I had a week where you know, I put a bit on and go back a bit. My metabolism is generally very, very, very fast. So yeah. it's difficult for me to keep weight off. So, you know, while I've been working with Chris, it's the first time I've ever made any pro pro progress with that. And I've definitely seen changes that I've never seen before. So it's been like fascinating and exciting for me to mm -hmm. finally, because, you know, for, to consistently be plugging away at something for two years, think, hoping that one day, you know, one day I'll make steps forward. I'll try this, try that, try, and then just should have gone with Chris much earlier. It's absolute no brainer. Yeah. What do you think were some of the main drivers um, that caused that change? Um, I think it was just about having that specific set routine there and that specific plan that I could just be like, okay, I trust Chris, you know, I know about what he's done. I trust his experience. I know that I can just follow this and it's going to work. I think it, the main thing I would say is that trust because I would just follow a different YouTube, a different program, different workout every week. And yeah therefore just procrastinating towards getting any kind of result, but trying my best and not even seeing wood yeah. for trees, you know, myself, but it's just sticking consistently to a plan, I think is what, what helped me to get where I, where I got. I say this to people all the time. Um, it's one thing I talk about massively to people who are looking to potentially join the coaching program or get something in line. And when you get a program in place and track your workouts, you have no way to go but up, honestly. Exactly. Getting a specific routine, a well-structured one, obviously coming from Chris, that's going to be a well-structured routine. Um, and if you're focusing at getting better at that for three, six, nine, 12 months, you're going to see some massive, massive gains. How long was it you were working with Chris initially? Yeah, only, only seven weeks until we went to the shoot. I mean, in terms of where my body's at now, this is absolutely not my end goal. And it's not like, oh, and relax, I've done it. Like, yeah. I want to drastically. I'm <laughs> a skinny guy. Yeah, I'm a skinny guy. Uh, naturally, find it very difficult to put on weight. So I want to really change my body type. And uh, now I'm working with Chris specifically on that goal of, of bulking up to grow much more lean muscle tissue. And then from there, you know, it's quite open. But yeah, it was only seven weeks, but in, in seven weeks, you can see a, a massive change. It all depends on how in it you are. And I made sure like every gram of food I was given by Chris, I ate it, you know, everything he said I did. And I think you've kind of, you've got to have that level of trust in your coach, haven't you? Because when that happens, like you say, you're just going to get results. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Um, I, preach it so often if you can put a, a simple simple but effective process in place three to four even starting in the lower end of three to four days a week and just focusing getting good at it focusing and good at that for three months six months nine months 12 months stack it on you're going to make so much more progress than changing your program every week i was a uh, in convert, this is this is actually a true story. I was in conversation with someone on LinkedIn the other day, um, 
and I was kind of talking to them about their training, their program and things like that. They had 26 different workouts wow. that they circled, <laughs> circled between. I said, how's your progress? He says, it's not what I want it to be. No wonder. He says, do you, do you, do you realise why? I said, he's like, no, but I want to confuse, and I don't blame him for this because I don't know how many times I hear this, but the muscle confusion or I need to shock the muscles, mm. I hear it so often and it's just not true. It just doesn't work. You know, um, if you're trying to learn a new movement pattern every single week, you're never, you know, tracking progress, getting better. Um, you know, you're going by feel for that day, which I think there's a, a place for to some extent. Um, but, you know, if, if it's been a stressful week and maybe the, the, the Thursday night, you know, you have a long day at work, maybe even coming off the weekend, it's a Monday, you're not feeling so good. You're not, you're not going to push as hard, whether you like it or not. You know, if you've not got that set structure, that number to beat from the previous workout, you're just not going to have that data to push for it, you know. Um, yeah, I think there's so so much power in just tracking a workout. Absolutely, and it's you know your programs, my programs, they're not. I think people have to get out of the headspace of you know it's like an exercise class where they're coming for the social, they're coming for the the music, for the laugh. Obviously, there is a time and a place for that kind of thing, but it's kind of a different level. You know, you're really working specifically with learning a huge amount about yeah. what you're doing in the gym, why you're doing it, and you know we're holding you accountable to get in a result and that means that we're going to be working in a completely different way but if you want a result and you don't just want to stand in a room with 30 other people you know moving about to music then you, you kind of need to be a bit more specific and it's it's frustrating almost when people sometimes don't see the value of this kind of coaching because we know you know what what a difference it can make if you can just open your mind to absolutely what what's possible ultimately yeah absolutely i mean i, I see this all the time, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart, if I could go back to day one and do anything, I would hire a coach. It is mm, the I first mean, thing I would do. Is it the same for yourself? Absolutely. And anything as well, you know, in, in my business and same with your business. 100%. You just supported every step of the way. And why would you go through mistakes that countless other people have made if you can shortcut that in, in some other way, you know? There's a, couple, there's a couple of analogies I like to use. Um, the driving instructor one. If you want to pass a driving test, everyone goes to an instructor because he's done it. He knows how to teach you. Yeah. Show you. You know, you go and ask them. You don't just show up to the car and go, right, let me see what happens here. I'll figure this out. You, you learn, you watch, you learn from people who've done it before. Um, you know, so many other ways you can look at it. And I think if you, if you view your health and fitness the same way, just because you can show up to the gym, just because... Um, you know, you can, you can, you've got a rough idea about healthy food. That doesn't mean that it's going to be the, the most optimal. Um, of course, there's a place for learning about it. Just using the free information you get on YouTube, all these different places. There's so many good resources out there. Um, but really, taking someone on to to guide you, especially in those earlier stages, is going to make such a massive, massive difference. And I, and I would highly advise anyone listening to go ahead and reach out to someone who can give you that whether it's me, whether it's Tom, whether it's anyone else, go ahead and do it and you will see 10 times the progress in half the time. 
Absolutely. And it's any any level you're at, really, isn't it? Everyone always needs a coach. Always, always. Chris has got a coach. I'm sure Arnold Schwarzenegger has got a coach. You know, you just need that accountability and that second eye to to tell you if what you're doing is right. And that also reassurance, you know, along the way is massively valuable. Yeah, you can get get caught in your head so often. And I I say this as a genuine statement now. I don't think I will ever go the rest of my life until I've gave up on life basically <laughs> um, until I'm 90 and done um, I don't think I'll ever go a day in my life without a coach in some area now mm-hmm. I genuinely don't believe that if I want to achieve something which I'm always going to want to do I'm going to be asking who's done it how can I get a hold of them how much do I need to invest and you know how do we get started that's that's how I view things kind of going forward now Absolutely. And it's constantly weighing that up, isn't it? That investment over what you're going to achieve. And I think that's a mindset thing as well. You know, getting out of the the safe zone is all, you know, that cost this or cost that, but looking more at the value. Because if you can see the value and if you can appreciate, okay, this is, this is going to be a valuable experience. I can get this, this, and this, then it's always going to be worth the investment, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. It just comes down to what's a priority at the moment. Exactly. You know, going out the weekend, get eating takeaways is more of a priority. Fine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, the coaching isn't expensive. Just think about how much you're spending and things like that. Um, but let's kind of tie back into the, um, the vegan side of things. So, what, what would be your kind of main um, tips for anyone looking to pack on some muscle, to build some muscle on a plant-based diet? Yeah, the first thing I would say is you need to get a coach, uh, as we've discussed. <laughs> of course. Now, because yeah. I'm, I'm certainly not going to be the go-to resource here. So if anyone out there is thinking about going on a plant-based diet and looking for a coach, please reach out to Tom. He's going to do a much better job than me. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, I mean, you want to be tracking what you're doing, as I say, for so long. And this is kind of like, yes, I learned this from my own experience. Wish I hadn't done this, but you need to be specific. And you say, well, I'm good going to the gym five, six times a week. But if your nutrition is not on point, if you're just guessing what you're eating, if you're eating bad foods all the time and say bad foods, you know, that could mean very many different things. But it's just about being specific, doing the research. What macros do you need to be hitting? And then experimenting, but making sure that you don't just try it for a few days. You, you're, you know, you're probably giving yourself time. You're staying consistent in measuring yourself every day, every week, weighing yourself at least every day and um, taking progress pictures because we need to have more than one point of contact for progress. You know, scales can sometimes be the worst way of measuring progress. So we need many different facets to, to do that. So that tracking and uh, yeah, just just looking at the ingredients of what you're eating, because there's a lot of processed foods out there that um, can give you a bit of a shock if you look at the label, ultimately, because they're containing a huge amount of oil, containing a huge amount of salt, a huge amount of calories that you might not be factoring in yeah. when you're doing your meal planning. Um, but also, you know, the nutrition is important, as I say, but also is the exercise. You need to be not just blindly walking through your exercises, but, you know, just making sure you're really focusing on that mind muscle connection and and learning and educating yourself about how to train properly. And then you'll start to see results and and, uh, get to where you want to be. Yeah. And to be honest, that, that applies to anyone looking to build muscle. If you are 
not following a set structure, if you're not getting any real idea of what you're doing with nutrition, um, if you're just you know, going in blind and being not being focused, and Tom touched on a massive point here as well, exercise execution, that should be the first pillar in anything. Um, if you can't feel that muscle working, likely it is, it's not. <laughs> you know? Um, oh, if you don't know what muscle is supposed to be working. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. It's just getting that education, isn't it? Um so, kind of going off of that, um, where was I going to? Where was I going to lead there? <laughs> no, I was just going to add. Is totally blank there. It's really exciting. One, where do I get my protein from? But it is yeah, also that's, important. That's, that's a good thing to tie into, actually. Yeah, it's important. Obviously, if you're you know just looking to be healthy, if you're looking to just generally optimize your health or lose a bit of weight, then you need to be. You need to be thinking about protein, but if you want to put on muscle, you really need to be thinking about protein and you're going to need to be eating a huge amount more than what you think. Like it's probably going to be double what you think. And obviously there's calculations we can do and things we can look at if you are interested in finding out a bit more about that. But just the volume of food is probably going to be, I mean, for example, four and a half thousand calories for me just gone up, but that is a large amount of food and that might be a bit of a shock. So you might feel like you're full um, on, on the vegan diet and you might feel, you know, this is enough food. I can feel intuitively, but if you're not tracking and you can't be sure that you've had your goal amount of calories then you know, it really isn't going to be, be doing you any good. So specificity is my message all the way through. Yeah. And I think when you, you put that time and focused energy into one approach, and be consistent with it over the long term, um, you're going to see results. The longer you can stay consistent, and as you said, the more specific you can get with, you know, be doing the, doing the right things, meticulous tracking um, of your nutrition, of your training. I don't know how many times I've heard the line, um, I'm eating loads, but I just can't seem to gain weight. How much, how much are you eating? You know, how, how, what is it you're actually consuming? Um, well, I don't know. I don't track my calories. How can you possibly say to you, you know, that you're eating enough? If you're not gaining weight, you're not eating enough. It's as simple as that. Um, so what do you think are kind of some of the main challenges, you would say, um, for the plant-based approach? I would say convenience. We can't beat around the bush with this. Convenience is a huge um, challenge. It's not a sort of barrier but it's just something that you've got to get your head around a little bit it's much easier to get your calories from eating animal products um but you have to understand you know that the calories that you're getting and, and the the fats of protein that you're getting from animal products are sometimes packaged with ingredients if you like that are not so good for you and yes you're gonna to have to eat more plant products to to get the same kind of macros but you're getting a package filled with fiber and vitamins and minerals. So it's kind of um, a balancing act. And it is, you know, you do have to prep a lot more. If you're going out, it's not as easy to stay on plan because they probably don't have a vegan option. So it involves, you know, I've in, in the last few weeks, I've carried 10 meals around in Tupperware, you know, just for a day out. And you're walking right. around like this, people think you're, you're ridiculous. But uh, it's, it's you, if you want it that much, you know, this is another thing. If you really want it that much, you have to be willing to put yourself out there because we can coach you for as, as, as long or as focused amount of time as, as possible. But ultimately, if you're, if you're not going to do the work yourself and if you're not going to really do what's needed to get the results, you, you won't get there. So it's just about, you know, be willing to put yourself out there and um, 
convenience really won't be an issue. But there is small things you can do. Well, that was going to tie into my next question. How do you go about getting around those main challenges? Yeah, it's just really planning the day ahead and just, as you, you know, generally the meal plan stays pretty consistent throughout the week. So you do get used to pretty quick, you know, what you've got to do in order to do it. But it's small things like if you've got a bit of rice in your meal plan, if you've got some lentils, for example, then just buying, you know, the canned version or buying the, the rice that goes in, in the microwave. And um, if you're going to go out for the evening, looking at the menu before, seeing what's on there, working the macros out. I mean, this seems crazy, but it is kind of what's necessary in order to to get to where you want to be. And that's the same with plant-based living. Once you get your head around it and get used to it, like now, I don't even think, oh no, it's going to be so annoying. You know, it's just something that I do, get around it. And I wouldn't dream of going back to animal products for many reasons. The, 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 the things you talked about there are no different to what I would ask anyone else to do, you know, um, that planning, mm. that preparation, that looking ahead, things like looking at the menu, those are all great techniques you can use for anyone. And as you said, if this is a route you want to go, if the, the plant-based approach is something you want to do and it means that much to you, then by all means, it's just it's going to take a bit of effort, it's going to take some time. And the sooner you get into these things, the more they become a habit, the more it just becomes part of your daily routine. It's like anything. Um, there's going to be resistance to start the first time you go in the gym resistance the first time you try and eat healthy you know period <laughs> there's going to be some resistance there's going to be some you know things to get used to um but the better you get at it once you start seeing results once you start feeling better looking better and um, getting the kind of over the hard part there's there's another good analogy that i like to talk about um and it's it applies to literally anything like business the gym plant-based nutrition any nutrition whatever you want and it's like the the, the analogy of a rocket taking off it takes like 90 percent of the fuel just to get out of the atmosphere just to get over that first initial phase you see once you get through that you can start cruising and it does get easier once you get to the level like tom's at um the, the level that maybe even i'm at with, with regards to gym and nutrition it just just becomes part of life it, just, it really does um and you, you can control what you do then um, but the hard part is getting started and get, get getting it to a stage where it becomes habit-based. Yeah, and also kind of believing that you can do it as well because you can get so trapped in your own head like, I'm always going to be out of shape. I wish I could look like that. I wish I could do this. But if you believe in yourself, and that sounds a bit cliche, but it's so true. If you can just adjust 100%. your mindset to think it's going to be possible, you'll get there you know it's the same with anything really isn't it and it's, it's always going to be challenges but it's just consistent effort it's just daily consistent effort daily stack it up just just get consistent i would Small i would win. much would much rather um and i talk about this client as well all the time former client ross two workouts a week but i had them every single week and see the improvement over 12 weeks the transformation it was incredible. That was just two a week. Being consistent all the time or most of the time, it's much been much better than perfect, you know, every so often. Mm. Um, so focusing, starting small, building those habits, um, and you'll get there. Now, I, you, I'm going to ask you something. You've probably been asked it 40 million times in the last month or two. I haven't seen it, but Game Changers, what's your opinion? I've had so much, uh, I've, I've even had a lot of questions on it. 
um, and it's not something I, I've not watched it yet. Full transparency. Um, <laughs> what's your opinion on it? Yeah, no, I mean, I know it's a very controversial subject. I've been saying recently, you know, you don't talk about politics at the table, you don't talk about religion, and you also don't talk about game changers. <laughs> Because it divides opinion um, so much. But I personally thought it was a very well-structured documentary in terms of the information. I thought the way it was presented in, you know, the narrator being a meat eater and then going over was a little bit, I didn't quite sit right with me. Yeah. Um, But in terms of the information and the content and what it was putting out there, I thought it was, yeah, great to finally get that out to people. And, you know, there's been a real change since I've seen that. and since everyone else has watched it on Netflix or when it was in the cinema for its short, short stint, and I've had so many people just on the gym on Instagram coming up to me, and there's definitely been a change in the water since that's been put out there. So I think it's definitely inspiring people to have a look and maybe make some changes. Uh, I think when you, you look at all the reasons to consider plant-based living, if you be honest with yourself, there isn't really... You know, there isn't really any vo- avoiding that it's it's a good thing and that it's the right way to go for for most of us. If I'm being completely honest, no, that's I, I, I need, disagree. I, I need I, I need to catch up on it. Um, I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest. The, the plan based I could never do. I would I would not last a day. That but again, <laughs> that's that, what I thought though. <laughs> again, that is just my own preference. That's my opinion. Um, I'm not against it in any way whatsoever. Um, and it's been good to get a really good insight into it from yourself, yeah. Tom. Um, I've definitely taken a lot away from it. What I need to do is go and watch Game Changers. I'm going to, don't think I'll get a chance this weekend, um, but in the future I'll get it watched very soon because I'm getting questions on it and I can't really answer them. Um, but I always like to end things. So if we can wrap up there, I think we're going to covered quite a lot there. Um, I always like to kind of finish off with the top five tips. So, Top five tips, this will be easy for you, Tom. Uh, top five tips for anyone looking to switch from or switch to a plant-based diet. Okay, so number one, I would say do your research. Make sure that you know you, you're going to know about enough of the nutrients and minerals that you will miss or not get as easily from animal products and that you're going to now have to be aware of moving over to a plant-based diet just so that you're you know going to be really consistent and that you're going to make sure that you're incorporating those into your diet and planning properly ultimately number two i would say be gradual don't go to a plant-based diet overnight because that could play havoc with your with your gut it can cause you to without going into too much details feel very bloated feel very gassy um your gut's microbiome is you're taking on a huge amount of new bacteria and it's kind of shocks it if you go over too quick because most people as we said don't don't get enough fiber so gradual changes uh, number three, I would say just kind of going going on from what I was saying previously, looking ahead, a week ahead, and just looking at some of your most favorite meals. So you might have spag bowl, you might have chicken korma, you might have sweet and sour, you know, on different days, thinking, oh, how can I make that plant-based? And, you know, maybe choose one a week, go go to that, and then slowly adjust and go from there. Uh, number four, I would say, Keep um, educating yourself and surround yourself in a community that's going to support you. It's easy to fall into the trap of thinking when you're on Instagram and when you're on uh, social media in general that the whole world's going vegan. Like it just feels that way. Game change is coming out, but in the real world, 
you know, most people aren't vegans. And so if your family are ardent meat eaters, if your friends are ardent meat eaters, it can feel a little bit lonely. So just surround yourself in any kind of community, be that digital or, you know, there might be some local groups or something, just so you can get the support and make sure that you're doing it well and that you're, you're incorporating all the healthy changes. Because, you know, if, if you've eaten meat for many, many years and you finally decide to switch to plant-based living, that's quite a change. So you do need to be realistic and make the gradual adjustments there. And number five, I would say, you know, let yourself off the hook when you are transitioning, when you're going through that change, there's going to be mistakes. You're going to, you know, eat something that's got milk in, you're going to have something that's got butter in and that's okay. You know, at least you're trying to make a change. At least you're, you know, looking to, to make a difference. So don't beat yourself up. That was I think I lost you a wee bit there, the, the final tip. Oh, no. Hopefully it's recorded okay because it records both clips. Um, but what was what was that final point again? Sorry, it just, so just, the, was just going to let yourself off the hook. Yeah, the final one was just let yourself off the hook. Don't be too hard on yourself if you do make any mistakes. You know, if you suddenly eat some cheese, it doesn't mean, oh, well, that's it, back to animal products. Yeah. You know? yeah. If you are seeing a difference, then... Don't let yourself off the hook and keep going, ultimately. Excellent. Excellent, Well, Spot on. Great insight there, Tom, and some excellent tips for anyone looking to switch over. So just tell people where they can find you. Um, and, of course, Tom's Instagram thing is going to be linked below. Any links you want me to send over, Tom, please put them below as well. Uh, please just send them over and I'll get them below. Yep, absolutely. So I am Planted Fitness on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. There's some crazy stuff going on down at TikTok, so I thought I'd jump on and... I'll need to get my as well, actually, because I've got my own account also. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a different world out there, but, you know, some stuff's getting posted on there, so if you want to have a look, be my guest. Good stuff. Um, And I'll make sure... Um, to, there's links to everything below in the description um, but final reminder um, if you leave a review or if you take a screenshot of this podcast and tag me in your, in your stories I will set, set you up with a free coaching call for anyone interested also there will be a free custom meal plan and fat loss webinar in the description below for anyone who is interested in that but to hook Tom it's been an absolute pleasure um, thank you very much for having uh, for coming on to the podcast um, any final thoughts for anyone le- listening in I would just say you know eat more plants <laughs> and we'll leave it at that um, thanks very much for listening <laughs> and leave a review for me if you can thanks very much speak to you later on <laughs>